Hey, are you ready to grow your business? You have checked out the number one resource for business leaders, entrepreneurs, startup founders, and managers. And we're going to teach you how to grow and scale your business with real actionable steps. There's no fluff in this podcast. It's just good advice. Check out this episode. If you're a first-time listener, make sure you subscribe to the podcast. And if you enjoy this episode, leave us a five-star review. Today's episode is with Troy Campbell. He's the co-founder of Stampede Digital Systems. He's also the host of the Know, Like, and Trust podcast, which I love the name of this podcast. You need to check out this podcast, but we're talking about business today. We're talking about how an entrepreneur can grow their business, how a small business owner can scale their business, and we're talking about some really incredibly tangible, practical steps that every business owner needs to know to actually get in the game and grow the business that they want. I love this episode. We recorded it all the way back during Memorial Day. You're going to love this conversation. Stay tuned. Here comes your good advice. Hey, thanks for checking out another episode of the Good Advice Podcast. We're bringing you some good advice today. It's a guy that I sat down with. I was on his podcast really just, I guess, the last week or the week before. And I was like, man, I have to get this person on the podcast today. So I am sitting down with Troy Campbell. He's the co-founder of Stampede Digital Systems. He's a serial entrepreneur. He's also one of the founders of the Know, Like, and Trust Podcast, which, hey, what the heck are you doing? You got to exit out of this podcast. Go download that podcast and check out an episode from over there. He knows what he's talking about. Troy, so glad for you to be here today. Thanks for joining us. Thank you, brother. I'm glad to be here. Now, we are recording on Memorial Day, so we we dusted off our holiday shoes and we are going to work talking about business and entrepreneurship today. How's your holiday been so far? Uh, wonderful. I love this holiday. I love honoring the folks that have served us, helped us. Well, tell me a little bit about, uh, you know, there's a lot, there's a lot of different angles I want to go this today, but, um, right off the bat, man, I love your podcast name. I love know, like, and trust. And I think part of the reason why I love it is it is such a simple concept and yet so many people, and, and, and we're going to talk a little bit about entrepreneurship today because I know you're a serial entrepreneur, but I want to also, a lot of these concepts carry on to just business in general, no matter the size. Man, it feels like this concept of know, like, and trust that people, it's so simple, but people just, it just it doesn't click for some people. Like they don't, they don't know how to process through that. Talk to me a little bit about this concept, know, like, and trust. Yeah, well, I like to divide up business into five areas that, uh, you know, a C-team, an entrepreneur, solopreneur are, is in charge of. You've got your leadership team, you have your customer service, fulfillment, you have your product development, you have your finance, and then you have your marketing and sales. And marketing and sales is, you know, a, I don't know what, 50% of the business, 70% of the business. It's a large part of the business. And so you can come out of business and you can go, I've got a great product. I've got, I've got a good team. I've got, I've got my financials figured out, my situation there. But if people don't know about you, they, they can't choose you. They 
got to get known. And so that's the first part of that, know, like, and trust, and that marketing piece. And that's what I think marketing really should be about is know, like, and trust. It shouldn't be about throwing up a bunch of content to have content on there. It shouldn't be about things. It should be about getting people to know, like, and trust you. Well, and this is interesting because it's, I think when you play this out, you find people who have have trouble executing on this in two ways. One is the person who gets on social media and they're like, okay, I'm going to really harness the power of social media. And so they make the post that says, hey, we're running a special today. And no one comments on it. No one follows through. No one buys from them. They're like, what the heck? What's wrong with social media? Why is social media broken uh, where it doesn't work for me? Or they, the other side of it is they build a website and they're like, okay, the website's there. And I remember for me, I got my first day of business, I had the website, click the launch button. And I was just expecting the phone to ring off the hook, you know, for people to call me and want to work with me. It's, it's tough executing this concept of understanding that, you know, people aren't going to just, they're not just going to know you just because you exist. So what are some ways that you've seen work really well in terms of how people can become known? You know, what does that look like, especially like right now with COVID still on the prowl digitally? What does that look like? How do you become known by your prospective customers? Well, um, you've got to, one, you got to know yourself. So who are you? What exactly is the value that you're going to bring to the market to bring to those people? And then you have to know them. Who mm-hmm. are you actually trying to help? Because, you know, if you think about any sort of effort to get to, to have people know you, well, people getting trying to get people to know you that you actually can't help is probably a waste of time, energy, money, resources. <laughs> it's the so, people who are commenting that you would never sell to anyway. Yes. You know? so, so let's let's try to connect with people who are already convinced that our value, our service, our product is something that they want. And so you have to you have to understand who that person is. So that's you know knowing yourself, knowing knowing them. That's I think the 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 first piece. Then now, how do you connect with them? Well, if it's digitally online, I like to say what you you know if you if you look at a in science, if you look at a gravity well, it looks like a well. You know the gravity's kind of sucking in all this all this matter, right? And, and even light, it's sucking in with gravity. Well, on the internet, I like to say that what we're doing is we're creating this gravity around our business. And, and so what's happening is, is, you know, Google, Bing, um, customers, researchers, they're all being attracted to, to that because we're creating really good content, right? Our product at the core of it but then we're creating good content so that when they come, they can see that. And, 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 you know, Google rewards us because there's great content there. And, you know, that's that, that content will attract the people that you're trying to find. What about people who it, I'm talking really about like the blind spots, like you think you have clarity, but really you don't. So like, Oh, my content's really good, but it's not. But even beyond that, it's like, I know who, I mean, you even said to yourself, you have to know yourself, you have to know your customers. It's like, I remember being at an event and someone said, they were talking about their, their best ideal customer. Right. And the people, any, my best customer is anyone you know. And I said, okay, that, I know a lot of people, that doesn't tell me anything. Or I heard one guy who said, uh, my best customer, my, my ideal customers are 
men and women who use the internet. Right. I said, okay, that's, you know, 7 billion people. And so it, it almost feels like we have like this, maybe it's like, you know, the foggy glass when you're driving in the morning and like, you can't really see where you're going, but you think, you know, how do you, how, how does an entrepreneur or really a small business owner, like get that kind of clarity of knowing really who their, their customer really is, but especially the kind of content they want? Well, um, I think uh, my favorite way, or actually I, should, I shouldn't say it's my favorite way. I should say it's the way that I've done it most often is I failed over and over and over to get to <laughs> result. Yeah. So I've tried something. Um, best guess sometimes found out I was way off. Um, did research of course, but, but I think the, you know, the key going back is if you know what your product is and, and then that in and of itself, for example, um, a roofer might say my customer is someone that needs a new roof or has a hole in their roof because that's what I can do to fix it. Right. I can do it. Like maybe I can fill roof holes very quickly, very efficiently. Um, so finding people who need new roofs, finding people who can pay for a, for a new roof, you know, qualified. So, so you, you have to fail though, to get there. You have, in other words, marketing is iterative. Mm. You measure and then you, and then you track, you measure, you track. And cause sometimes, and the market changes and comp- competitors change. There's just no way that we can ever well, it, straight up. And it, but it feels like it's almost like going back to your roofing example, there's like the duh. It's like, well, yeah, people who need a roof, but it feels like there, there has to be, and, and, and kind of it is, it's a little bit of like niching down, but it feels like there has to be a level even lower than that. Cause like here in, in my area, we have 3000 realtors. And so you ask a realtor who's, who's your customer? And they say, well, people who want to buy a house. Right. Well, yeah, that's what, that's what the other 2,999 realtors are also looking for. So how do you really, and it is niching down, but how do you really create a brand that you really know who you're going after? And sometimes you see it in people who say things like, oh, we're, you know, I'm looking for newlyweds or you know, what have you. But it feels like that extra step is where like the magic is of like really targeting who you want to be known by. But it's that, it's that extra step that takes so much. I feel like it takes so much work. And just like you said, so many mistakes of like, okay, I tried, I tried taking this step and it didn't really pan out. Now, how do I get back at it and take another step to try to take that next level for my business? Yeah. I, you know, I would say one way that I would look at, uh, to answer that question would be to look at oneself. Um, you know, we can approach things. I, I heard about a, a, a woman who, bro- she's a financial planner, and the way that she niched was she was a financial planner and she brought a lot of fun to her financial planning. Hmm. All sort of a... Um, a bit of an oxymoron. Yeah, exactly. Because she, she, what, what, how she brought it was that there were people that were very uncomfortable with financial planning. Mm. So not everyone wants that type of financial planner, but there's people out there that would want that, and that's who she is as well. 
So, so who is she trying to find? She's trying to find people who will reflect who she is. And I, and I think for me, if people don't like us, that's a, that's a really good way to get rid of people that we might not want to work with anyway. And so, so I think that's scary. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, no, I, that, I would say that that is very scary to say, I want other, I want possible clients to go to the competition because I don't, they don't match who I am. And, and it's almost like, um, I mean, I've heard it talked about as like, you know, you're aligning your value system, like how you see business and how they see business. And when those things uh, line up, it's like a rock star customer. But I, I call it scary because, man, especially for like the, the brand new business owner, all they're thinking about is that first sale. And not just the first sale, it's how do I make enough revenue? Especially I, I knew a guy who his spouse after about three months was kind of like, okay, what's what's going on here? Like this needs to like churn into some real momentum or you need to go get a job. So there's all these pressures. And so it's, it's, I think it's a genius concept, but it's hard for people to come face to face with the reality of, I cannot work with everyone if I want to build something meaningful. Exactly. Um, you know, some of our clients, customers can be like porcupines. Uh, my friend Kim taught me this idea. And you, if you're hugging a porcupine, it's not a very comfortable thing. Um, you don't want those kind of customers or clients. But, but 80% or 20% of your revenue usually count, or 80% of your revenue usually comes from the 20% of your clients and customers. That's just the 80 20 rule. Yeah. You want that 20%. That 20% of customers that brings that 80% of revenue, they are going to be fun. Well, they need to be fun. You know, if, if, you're, if, if that 20% is porcupines, you're going you're gonna to spend so much time trying to make them happy, trying to please them, that it's just going to drive you right out of business. And so if you focus on making that 20% be the Clients who just dig you, who love you, who work with you, who follow directions, who you know will jump at everything that you say and think that you are the smartest person in the world, then you've got a pretty nice business. Um, and, and, and sometimes it takes firing and getting rid, if you've actually got yourself in that situation, getting rid of those so that you can find the ones that you actually need. Mm. Yeah, it's powerful. Well, it's, it's, I mean, I, I think about customers I've had in the past who I've had to quote, let go and it hurts. It, I, I guess your value system is really tested because you want that revenue, you know, you need the revenue, you know, and in my case, I'm thinking about all the things that this revenue will then lead to for my business to reinvest in itself. And so it's tough. It's tough to actually, you know, when the rubber meets the road, put the money where your mouth is and actually, cause it's the right concept, but actually walking it out. It's yeah. Tough to do. I know. I think it's hard to be an entrepreneur if you're scarcity minded. Mm, I if, love that. If you look at the, if you look at the universe as, um, uh, everything's scarce, then, you know, your, your fears is going to eat your life. If you look at that, there is possibilities that we can do things that there is business out there. 
then suddenly now you're like, okay, so, so I know that this is possible. What do I need to do to make sure that, that happens? You know? Well, it's, it's the thinking of, you know, oh God, oh God, I'm not going to find another customer versus I'll get another one. I'll get another one. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I'm going to make the leap. I'm going to fail. Right. Or I need a new customer. This customer is horrible. I need a new one. I failed somehow. You know, that's feedback to, to improve. So the, you know, I know, I hate failing. I hate it. It is, it, it hurts deeply, profoundly, psychologically, emotionally, psychically. Um, but it's just what we need. Mm. Yeah. When, whenever you, you know, you've, you mentioned serial entrepreneur, you've been at this for a lot longer than I have. You know, I've been an entrepreneur for about two years now, and I've been amazed as to the depth of self-discovery and like um, just development in terms of who I am as a person and like how I see things. You know, you've obviously been at it much longer than I have. Has that been a similar journey for you? I mean, is it, is it, th- this thing is, man, it's, it's something. I'll tell you that. It, yes. It's something I, um, I was, I was reading a book by uh, Robert Kiyosaki and, and so I'm just going to pull up, pull this information from him. I'd like to do my own research on this, but he was saying something about that, you know, 80 years ago, maybe hundred years ago, most businesses, it's, they started with, you had, you know, some MBAs and they had capital and they just went out and they founded, you know, this structure. And, and except for maybe mom and pop shops that, and, and farms, that was basically, all the businesses that there were. And then came uh, franchises and multi-level marketing. And franchises allowed um, smaller pe- people with less money to get into the small business game. And then multi-level marketing came in and let just regular people come in. And all of them have pros and cons. And, and with the internet, especially, um, the technologies allowed so many more people to become entrepreneurial. And I think that's what many of us have discovered is that it is a pathway to improving ourselves. And and I I think if you Mm -hmm. think, think and grow rich, that's pretty much what Napoleon Hill was talking about is that, that entrepreneurial idea that he had, um, to, to go through those, you know, those steps in the, in the think and grow rich process, it is a way to, to say, I am going to take control of my life. Um, even, even if you go back and you look at all through history, the, the, the world GDP has been stable, right? It's been stable all the way up until the free market system was brought in around the time America was founded. Right, I mean, it, the merchant class was starting to grow in Europe and everything, but once you had a, a country that was espousing the free market, suddenly the GDP just started climbing worldwide, and it's been climbing and growing exponentially ever since. And so, with that, suddenly now regular people are becoming, you know, the despised merchants that that you know the regular workers and the the autocrats and aristocrats hated because they didn't fit anywhere. Well, 
well, that's, that's where we're at. We're in this space where we can become, we, we, can, we can forge our own destiny. Well, um, you're, you're talking about something, though, that is, um, you know, it's, it, there's implications around, like, your own legacy and, like, you know, making something of yourself. And it's, it's, it's sort of like even this metaphysical, like, it's, it's, there's just such depth to where you're going with it. But yet, you know, you even mentioned Napoleon Hill's book, which gets the the book gets mentioned uh, way more than probably anything else I hear. And it's, and it's a great book, but it gets mentioned in so many entrepreneurial circles. And I've found that the, one of the reasons why is that last word in the title, rich. And I've noticed that many people, they jump onto the entrepreneurial bandwagon because it is, this is how I'm going to get wealthy. It's is how I'm going to, you know, and in, you know, on some levels of ridiculousness, it's like, this is how I'm going to be able to sleep all day and then, you know, wake up whenever I want and, you know, do whatever I want. There's, it's almost like these two different crowds that are involved here. One is the entrepreneur that's on like the journey of self-discovery. They're building a product that satisfies a market need. And hopefully they're building something sustainable in the process. On the other hand, you have sort of like this meme worthy, cringe worthy. Oh, I'm an entrepreneur. Actually, you know, you have, you just can't find a job. You're 17. You know, it's, it's what, what's up with that? Like, why does it feel like there's such different perceptions of what entrepreneurship is? I love, I love humans. You know, think about, think about um, how many uh, people actually end up in the NFL. Yeah. How many people try. Yeah. Right. Um, there, I mean, there's, there's luck involved. Um, I've heard uh, a speech by Mitt Romney and by uh, Bill Gates. And people ask, what's the secret of your success? And both of them said, well, kind of got lucky just the right time at the right place. Mm. I know there was some humility in there that they were doing, but on a certain level, there's luck. But I think entrepreneurship really should be about someone who's ready to get to work and get results. Mm. And, and, but, but we're all, it's, we're so much image. We always are image. You know, we want to, we want to look better. And I just think that's part of the being human. Mm. And I wanted to, to, present ourselves as more than we are and be the kind of the fluff. I think sometimes even our politics, um, we're not voting and proposing solutions. We're just proposing things that actually make us feel better about ourselves Hmm. because we don't really care if if something gets fixed or not. And, you know, social media is a great example of, you know, posing for, to look. And so, yeah, yeah, there is that. And, and I sort of forgive us because, you know, I want to present myself as my best self too. But in the, at the end of the day, I think that's where the, the entrepreneurship to really grow is, is magic because you are required to get results in order to go forward. Hmm. And to get results, you have to be, have value that you're providing other people. Hmm. Tell me about a little bit about who you are, Troy. What, what do you, <laughs> you're, you're obviously, man, you're a wise person. And I'm just curious, you know, tell me a little bit about, give me like the 60 second, you know, <laughs> from birth to now, what, who are you? 
I've had, I've had, you know, I've had some amazing opportunities in my life. I've, I was, um, I've lived in seven countries. I was a Marine, um, lived in South America. I've lived in Asia, you know, North, East coast, West coast, just, uh, I, I went to the university of Utah philosophy was my major, you know, think deep thoughts about being unemployed. <laughs> had some really fun adventures. I've been just been around the world and, and I've had great mentors. I think that's of all, you know, maybe I've had great mentors. Maybe I've, I've adopted mentors. You're going to be my mentor. And, mm-hmm. um, but really have had, I was a financial planner with American express financial advisors. And I had some amazing mentors there that really taught me how to do business. Um, all of the pieces. So, so I think if, if I have any value in myself, it's I've had some really wonderful opportunities. You seem like someone who you, whenever you go through an experience, you tend to take something from that with you. Like almost like this, uh, it's like a personal journey. It's like a growth journey, but it doesn't sound like the experiences in your life have been very, um, uh, siloed from one another. It sounds like you, you take what you can and continue to use that. Isn't, you know, don't we owe it to ourselves for, if we go through hardships and, and tribulations and suffering, we owe it to ourselves to do it as honorably, as nobly as we can, you know? Hmm. Um, yeah. Tell me about what you're doing now. So Stampede Digital Systems, uh, basically our idea, we, we noticed there's a couple of things. So, so me and some partners, we're all in the entrepreneurial world. We know lots of entrepreneurs, and so we love them. The other thing we love um, is our salespeople. We love sales guys. And we also love uh, marketing and sales. And there, what, what's happened on the, in the internet which is, can be a good thing, is it's been commoditized. All of these marketing services are, are just commodities. Yeah. People will go there and they'll, they'll get like a Facebook marketing um, service yeah. and nothing will happen. Or they'll get a website and nothing will happen. Or they'll, so, so the bad side about the, the commoditization is that um, entrepreneurs are so busy doing their, doing their thing that when they buy these services, there's a disconnect between what they're doing. And so Stampede Digital Systems, we're sort of that middle person. We're the person who's going to look at your whole situation and say, okay, no, you don't need to do LinkedIn marketing, or maybe you do, but we got to get this in place first. You know, let's get a CRM. Let's get a, a, a better website. Let's get your email marketing set up. Let's, let, let's come up. Let's, let's use these services, but let's do it in a comprehensive um way that matches where you're at and your budget and walks you through there. So it sort of walks back that walks back the commoditization a bit and makes it sort of like a service. Um, so it tries to blend those two. And so that's what we do. We just find entrepreneurs and, and say, let us help you. Well, and it's, it's tough to know who can really help. Cause just like you pointed out, these internet services have become such a commodity that, Man, I, I really feel for a lot of entrepreneurs who are spending, I mean, all they have to start their business is like a thousand bucks. 
and some Facebook guru says, hey, if you give me that $1,000, we can flip it around to 100000 within a month. And so, you know, you have naive people, but you have people who are um, frankly just victimized by some narcissistic mar- marketers. But it's, it really is tough to know who really is good at this game and then who just says they are. Yeah, exactly. And we think one of the ways that we're, we're avoiding those things is, is since we're in that more of a service position and doing the advising, we're, we're accountable if, there's not, if the results don't happen. Right. And that's what I think that's the problem with the commoditization is that the accountability isn't there. Right. They will say we are not a lead generation source. All we are is a pay-per-click pr- uh, provider, but we mm. will not guarantee any results whatsoever. So, and they'll, they'll run through the process. And- or they'll say it's your fault. They'll say, you know, you didn't do what we told you to, you didn't, you know, and, and again, not to, not to undo what we said originally. I mean, there are customers who, I mean, I had a customer who, um, we worked together for a brief period and I just thought you don't do anything I tell you to. So, I mean, not like there aren't customers like that, right. but it's interesting how I think you're spot on. There's not a lot of accountability there. Yeah. And, but, and, uh, and then on the other side though, those specialists, those people that can, get results. We love, we yeah. love the Facebook marketers, the LinkedIn, the SEO guys, the website guy there. So, so we love, so Stampede digital systems, we love the entrepreneurs on the, the, which we want to be clients. We love our salespeople to help connect and advise. And we love the, the specialists that can do it all. And so mm-hmm. it's a really fun, inspiring place to be. Um, but very stressful because we know people have tight budgets. Oh Yeah. And we have to get results for them or else we're failing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, we're, we're about out of time. What's, what's the best way if there's a, an entrepreneur listening right now who wants to follow up with you or just, just business people in general, what's, what, where can people go? What should people do to learn more about you? Uh, stampede online uh, or stampedeweb.com is our online, uh, our online stampede. Uh, go there and let us stampede you. We've got, um, if you go to the website, stampedeweb.com, there's, you can download a free, uh, we call it the cell site blueprint of everything you're going to need to really get a good uh, website built. And you could call us and have us do it. You can take that blueprint and call your, you know, your, your brother to build your site, whatever, <laughs> whatever, whatever source you need. But, um, but that's a free uh, uh, service that we provide there. Great. Okay. Well, Troy, it's been great having you on the podcast today. Thank you, brother. Nice to talk to you, Blake. Yep. Uh, for the listeners, I'll put that uh, website link in the episode description. And hey, if you're a first-time listener, make sure you subscribe to the podcast so you can keep getting some good advice straight to your mobile device or really wherever you listen to us. Also, if you enjoyed this episode, be sure to leave us a five-star review. Hey, that's all we got for you. We'll catch you later. Take it easy.